Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A Radio Info Raw Edit podcast. The conversations behind our reports. Grant Blackley, congratulations on the launch of Listener. It looks good. I've just downloaded the app this morning and I'm looking forward to playing with it. Did you know that the App Store underneath the SCA Listen app throws up another app by a similar name that's a dating app? No, no we didn't, but thank you for bringing us to uh, that to our attention. Um, <laughs> no, we're, we're absolutely delighted to uh, announce what has been a three-year project um, across about 190 people um, across 24 different offices um, who have worked to um, identify, test, and now um, complete and launch um, Listener. So, you know, as you know, Listener is a curated, personalised free app, um, and we're going to offer radio, podcast, music, news and information, um, all in one very easily accept, uh, accessible uh, app. Um, that will have uh, first-party data uh, at the heart of it. So a massive undertaking uh, that has been procured by our teams, uh, built by our teams, created by our teams and deployed by our teams. Well done. So you talked about your teams. Who were the leading people in that project? There's far too many to nominate, to be honest. Um, I think what one, one must remember is listener will be at the centre of the business. Um, so this is not a project um, that has a time, a place, a, a start and an end. Matter of fact, it will become part of um, our DNA. It'll be in the centre of the business. Uh, it is part of the future, a very important part of the future of uh, SCA as we move forward. So it is actually owned by many um, and fathered by many on the way through. So to that end, um, I don't think there's a department head um, and leadership team member or executive that hasn't been involved um, in either some small or massive way um, in envisaging this, uh, testing it, deploying it, contributing to it, um, you know, and finally through to launching it. So it is a collective effort across all of the business. And Fair it enough. will, you know, um, continue to have um, those attributes where we're seeing, um, you know, premium content coming in from every division um, of SCA and that's the first time that's ever occurred and this is an app that fundamentally um, is not available in the uh, in the marketplace. It's something that I think consumers will migrate and warm to very quickly because it starts to satisfy all of their audio needs um, across radio, podcasts, music, news and information and that hasn't pre-existed before. Well let's dig into that statement a bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I think the uh, one of the huge benefits that 
um, users will immediately see is their ability to get music. I mean, that's um, what wasn't there before, you know, music selection. But iHeartRadio has been doing that with their app um, um, until now in this market. And uh, the ABC has also been doing that with their combinations of Triple J Unearthed music app and their ABC Listen app. So what makes this one different? Yeah, I, I don't really wish to talk about the competition, but if we are to, and you've asked the question specifically, um, you know, iHeart is a, is a global app with a radio-first experience. Uh, Listener's different. It's an Australian-focused, um, on-demand, um, first offering, um, and it has a daily feed functionality. So it actually blends together the national um, and hyper-local news, music content, and personalised delivery of podcasts. So Listener is many more things than what we see um, in terms of a global app like iHub um, or fundamentally what the ABC has been delivering. And remembering, this is a commercial venture. So, you know, it is an advertising-led model, uh, which is therefore very different to the ABC because advertisers and agencies, you know, don't migrate to that platform. So this is very different from what you are seeing in the marketplace from any of our peers at this point in time. And I think we will maintain that advantage uh, for some time. This took us over, well, three years in development. It took us over two years to build. So we started this, it's gone through four iterations on the way through. So it's very different to what's available in market at this time. Well, you talked about advertisers. Tell me a little bit more about that. What will be the offering to advertisers and how will you pitch it to them? Yeah, well, the first thing is um, we have obviously rebranded Podcast One, um, which will now be branded uh, Listener Podcast, so they will be uh, within that. So there's a pre-existing relationship with a a myriad of um, agencies and advertisers that support that platform. So that will immediately be... Uh, brought into the listener uh, ecosystem. The second thing would be our news content, all of the Triple M and HIT stations. Remembering we have 100 stations. Uh, We're creating 15 new music channels, four new music um, uh, programs. Um, And that's just today uh, from where we sit. So our first port of call was to ensure that we launch successfully um, and that we transition those people who are already uh, um, interacting with our products like Podcast One um, or downloading the app to listen to Triple M or HIP in whichever region they are uh, throughout Australia across our 100 station stable um, and fundamentally bring them into one ecosystem. And it is a known audience um, through a signed-in proposition. So therefore, we have very granular data on that. So the second phase... Um, is obviously the marketing and monetization. The first phase is build and deploy, and that's what we've done today. What does that mean for your deal that you had with Podcast One, the American company? Is that finished now? No, it isn't. Um, so we've, we've kept our partner in Podcast One US up to date with uh, everything to date. It's a, it's, uh, our contract continues to roll on. So our relationship that exists today continues to exist and we will continue to uh, megaphone their content as part of our 100 podcast stable. So that's very important to podcast one in the US and conversely 
uh, we will also continue to export our content onto the podcast one US platform and distribution uh, market. Will you still use the Podcast One branding here in Australia anywhere? No, we won't. Uh, so Podcast One will officially be rebranded listener. One of the, the things that you must have been analysing as you work towards this for the last couple of years is the growth of um, streaming services like Spotify in this market. What's your strategy uh, to combat the way that they might take audience away from audio companies like SCA? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, I think firstly, we firmly believe that um, the audio market, uh, you know, it is the golden age of audio in our opinion. And I think that there is substantial growth that has occurred. And I think it's been accelerated through COVID. But secondly, I think there is a massive um, momentum and growth yet to occur. So the pool is getting much larger. Um, Our connectivity across IP-enabled devices um, in, you know, uh, any myriad of consumer devices um, and or platforms that they wish to engage with audio Um, I think that world of audio is growing. So I think there's a very healthy space um, for multiple parties to actually play within. The second thing I'd say is that we're very different than what Spotify uh, principally offers. Um, We have uh, 65 offices, uh, just under 2,000 people serving over 100 markets. So we are hyper-local in regards to not only the quality of stations that we can offer in uh, our traditional radio market. Secondly, we have the uh, largest uh, depository of uh, DAB stations, um, which entail 10 to 12 stations per market, uh, which offers an alternative listening experience, which is very different. And we're adding to that 15 new um, IP-enabled channels within Listener. Add to that as well our news and information and our shortcasts that we're now developing. And I think that's a key point of difference is our ability to provide hyper-local news and information. And that's not something that Spotify is doing. Um, it's not something that iHeart's doing. Um, so that is a unique ability of our company because we reside in those towns and regions uh, more so than anyone um, in, in the media world at this point in time. So there's a clear point of difference on the way through. So we're not looking at a single discipline of just music. Um, if you're going to Spotify and you're an uh, account holder of Spotify, um, you know, it's a paid subscription uh, fee for the most part, uh, albeit they do have a uh, naturally a free version, which I think represents circa 23% of their, uh, um, their uh, consumers on the way through. But the majority is... Um, under subscription, this is a free app. So it's a free app, but we're going to bring radio, we're going to bring uh, music channels by mood and genre, we're going to bring over 100 podcasts, 
Um, and we're also going to bring um, an enormous wealth of local news and local content and information um, that really hasn't pre-existed in a centralised capacity. So what we're bringing is an ecosystem that is scaled yet personalised by individual. So there is a clear point of difference in the product that we're launching and offering consumers and the market, um, which has been fundamentally fragmented in the past. On the music streaming channels that you're offering on it, can you tell me about the copyright deal that you had to strike to make that possible? I won't, but it's a wonderful question. (laughs) <laughs> okay, well, and, and since you've mentioned news content, let me um, ask you another question that um, you may not want to answer at this time. Uh, the news media bargaining code and uh, the deals there, uh, any impending deals with SCA? We've seen News Limited, Channel 7, Channel 9 signing deals. Is there something coming uh, in the SCA as well? Well, we've obviously seen this morning that Facebook, um, you know, has now barred news, uh, which is their choice. Um, and, uh, you know, so be it. I think that's a disappointing outcome. But nevertheless, um, you know, uh, no Australian media company will necessarily uh, be able to do much about that. In relation to Google, we have uh, an ongoing conversation with Google. I've got nothing to announce at this point in time. Um, and uh, hopefully we can uh, procure an arrangement Um, with Google, uh, not dissimilar to other organisations, but fundamentally gives fair value back for, you know, the content that we create. Again, emphasising the fact that, you know, we have uh, have something that a lot of companies don't have. Some of the major print publishers like ACM do have, which is a, a level of localism as opposed to nationalism. We actually have nationalism and localism um, uh, at the heart of our business. So, you know, we're, we're, we're fiercely local and we're proudly national uh, and we have resources across our news and information teams that serves both of those concurrently. So we would hope that uh, we will be able to reach some terms with Google, but it's too early to talk about that at this point in time. Yeah, well, look, I think that the, uh, what's happened with Facebook today and, and Google's ongoing discussion just highlights the importance of the strategy that you've put in place here. I mean, I think um, all broadcasters have to um, be taking control of all the platforms that they're they're wanting to go out on and monetize because if you don't have, then somebody like Facebook can just click their fingers and you're gone. That's right. And we're in control of our own destiny, even though we lean on a distribution path um, of others. But, you know, we've made sure that listeners available on the widest uh, distribution path for the ease of consumers. So, you know, in no short order... Listener will be available across iOS and Android. It'll also support CarPlay and Android Auto, Google Assistant and Alexa, and Android TV. So through all of that, uh, we hope that we can go anywhere in it, uh, anywhere at any time um, for where consumers wish to uh, consume our product. Um, but as I say, today is iteration number one, which we're extremely proud of. But this will build and accelerate quickly. Um, over the uh, ensuing months um, and you should expect further announcements from us uh, on a progressive basis over the next two to three months. You know, we are enormously proud and humbled by the fact that this is an Australian-born technology platform 
that was built um, and curated um, and will continue to be nurtured. Uh, but make no mistake that everyone in our company is fully aware that this is at the centre of SCA moving forward into a digital audio first uh, strategy and pathway. Um, and everything within the company has been remodelled um, through through the period of COVID effectively, which has given us the time, um, the inclination and really the ability to uh, delve deep into workflows and production of unique content which is all coming to bear today. So it has been a massive effort by our team, and I'd, uh, I'd actually call out a, a, a huge thank you to all, all of them. But it is a very uh, uh, exciting and proud day for us today, so thank you. Thanks very much. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.